podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's got to 2-2, two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. My name's Lewis and I'm joined by my uh, two lovely gentlemen, uh, Sean and uh, Leroy. How you doing, lads? I'm good, I'm good. Guys, are we, are we jubilant today? Are we jubilant today? Hey, I know Sean must be like the happiest man in the world because he's got his guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how are you feeling, man? Just sum it up for me. I'm, I'm a... Uh, uh... Excited, nervous, um, yeah, man. Mix maybe, of emotions. Maybe, maybe that's hope. still the after effects from your party on Saturday. Yeah, true, true. That that too, but I'm still. I've got a sore throat, man, so I'm recovering because of that, man. So yeah, the pressure's on because if he flops, I'm at your neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Leroy actually cares about the the, the health and status of our of our club. Though. He just wants to get out next, bro. I'm here for the agenda. <laughs> Nah, do you know what? No, I can't even lie. I put so much stock into this. I kind of need it to be successful. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I think, do you know what this pod's going to allow us to do, yeah, is just like to proper break down what we think is going to happen with Arteta. Because a lot of information has actually come out in the last few days, like, because now that it's pretty much all but confirmed, we're recording Thursday night and it still hasn't officially be, been confirmed. And I know we had this last time with Arteta where it just seemed like Arteta was 100% joining and then all of a sudden, you know, Emery turned up. But I think this time there's no reason to be... Um, uh, you know, cautious with it. He's he's hundred percent coming, right? Yeah. Now, all, all the reliable men have said it's done in it. Ormstein, Fabrizio Romano. They said like tomorrow in it the announcement. So yeah, this is the last time, and I don't trust these guys. Next thing you know, Marcino will be there with, <laughs> with Nuno, bro. And his yellow teeth. A joint manager with Nuno, bro. Nah, man. Evans and uh, Julio things, but no, nah, it, it does look like Arteta is coming. I, I can't lie. There's a part of me that wants to be excited. And I think it's due to the fact that it's kind of unknown. So um, I guess Arsenal fans who are a bit older than us two, um, us three, sorry, would have maybe felt this way when Arzavenga came in. Um, because, you know, Arzavenga was still, even though he had like quite a good managerial CV, he was coming from Japan. Um, people in England obviously didn't know much about him. Um, I kind of get like that same vibe where we are entering the unknown and um i'm kind of excited about that do you guys get the same vibe yeah as me? yeah so for me like obviously you know i'm not i wasn't really arteta in because i prefer to give it to someone who's got a bit of managerial experience i feel like given a big job like this because Arsenal are a very big job and it's not just because of the size of the job it's because of the, the difficulty of the job we've got ahead of us we've got a complete rebuild job going on yeah now the thing that I'm, I'm happier in a way because I'd rather give it to Arteta because there is a bit of the unknown than the people I know who are going to be bad like I know Carlo Ancelotti is going to be bad I know Nuno is going to be bad I'd rather at least give it to an Arteta where there's a possibility for some kind of upside than um, not than give it to someone who I know is going to flop already. So there is that bit that's a bit positive. I'm a little bit apprehensive just because, like I said, we, we're going into completely unknown territory and we've got a hell of a lot of work to do. So he needs to be coaching his ass off from day one, really. Um, and I just hope as well that the players get behind him because especially with a new manager with no experience, um, you've got experienced pros in, in I mean a lot of them are not performing to be fair but experienced pros in there um, he needs to get their respect early because I feel like a lot of our players have given up a lot of our players aren't really bothered anymore and um, if you don't get the players on side then you're kind of done really um, and that's why I feel like the clear out's needed because I just feel like these players aren't bothered so I don't really expect much of an uplift performance this season I'm really looking forward to next season and um, want to see what he does uh after he's got his players in the transfer market. My main hopeful thing about Arteta is that his time up north north of the wall in Scotland has done, has done his like mentality some good because I, I hope he realises the importance of physicality in this country. And I just want to see what his taste in players is like because if it's them little Spaniards, we're, we're going down a very bad path and we're going to spend a lot of money and we're going to be back where we were. We need athletes and it's very, very important that he picks athletes who can play technical athletes who can play so we'll see what it's like with his transfers i mean hopefully january will give us an insight because we might need a few transfers from there um but yeah like i'm, I'm gonna back him i'm gonna back him yeah, yeah I'm, I'm backing him as well i think we have to because like 
I haven't, I'm not coming into this with any preconceived biases. Like, no one's seen the Giza coach before. You know what I mean? No one's seen him coach before. Yeah, all right, cool. He managed one game against us once. But, you know, that, that, that City team can coach itself. Do you know what I mean? They don't, they don't need any help. Um, Sean, let me ask you this, yeah? So, what... So, like Leroy said, yeah, I don't really expect much from him in, like, the first... Even, even this season, it's a write-off for me. Because, as you said, there's so much, like, baggage... Um, he's just he doesn't really stand a chance this season to do anything. But what are the uh, goals that I think that we should be setting Arteta for the rest of the season? Like, what are these little indicators that we should be looking out for um, to to really build a foundation for next season? Don't get relegated. <laughs> yeah, that would be the start. Isn't it? Just, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm worried about it still. Yeah, no. Um, just to to quickly touch on, on on Leroy's point previously, obviously Arteta's coming into a squad where there's a lot of um, sort of like senior guys in terms of Oba, Laka, Ozil, David Luiz, Socrates. But I would think, and I might completely be wrong, but I would think that he is taking a job on the assumption that obviously one, the ball are going to back him. Two, obviously we don't really know what his style and and, and what his taste in players is like, but if I'm to hazard a guess, we can only go by his words. In 2015, he spoke about he wants to play open, expansive stuff. Um, and he, his, his game is based on taking the initiative rather than being reactive and stuff as well. So, Where have I he, heard that he also, before? Yeah, well, I know, I know, I know. I, hopefully, hopefully it's not a case of uh, Mr. Emery. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, what, what obviously what fills me with slight confidence is, yeah, he played in the Premier League for a decade, didn't it? So he knows the requirements to be successful in this league. Um whether how he chooses to go about uh, making us a, a success will be interesting to see. But um, yeah, just to your question, I think for the rest of the season, it would be nice to sort of see um, a semblance in terms of the style, in terms of what he's doing. So um, like like Leroy said, and, and you guys as well, I think everyone's going to give him, obviously, the end of the season to, to, to see what he can implement. It'd be nice to, to sort of see a style, even though obviously um, we, we know with certain individuals, they're not up to par anyway. But even though they won't be up to par, I think you can still see what the what the coach is trying to do. I would like to see an approach to um, being compact and intense on on and off the ball as well. So, um, like I said, even though it won't be perfect, I think we should still be a semblance whether we're going to press, whether we're going to drop off. Um, we should still see some sort of semblance of de- uh, defensive strategy in play as well. Um, and I think he should start planning long-term as well. So he will get, obviously, a good opportunity to look at all of the players um both the older ones the younger ones as well to sort of ascertain who he likes um how he thinks they'll adapt as well so it'd be nice to kind of start to see his team take shape obviously there'll be a lot of changes as well but um there are still some players that will be here long term i think we might let about well hopefully we get rid of about eight or nine in the summer um maybe a couple next month as well but um there'll still be some players who are there'll still be a lot of the squad who are here next season as well so it'd be interesting to see who he kind of takes a liking to um yeah yeah sorry Uh, you you mentioned earlier that you said um you said that you think he wouldn't agreed have agreed to the job unless the board um have agreed to back him what makes you so confident that um he wouldn't have taken a job regardless of that because like he's a he's a he's a manager he's a coach that has never managed before so what kind of clout does he have coming into this job to really be making such demands i i mean he he doesn't have much clout but at the same time um 
Arteta was close to getting the job in 2018. Do you know what I mean? So, and they've gone back again in for him now, which means, uh, and and this is the thing, he's also rejected what the the Newcastle and Leon jobs as well. So he's had opportunities, but it seems like he's waited specifically for this one. And in, in 2015, he did say, I would like to manage Arsenal one day as well. So um, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm only going based on hope, essentially, because I don't know. But Emery was backed. Mm. Um, Emery was backed with a lot of money. It just uh, it was kind of a mishmash of players in it. And obviously, he didn't have any um, offensive or, or defensive strategy to, to get the best out of our personnel. So if they're going to back... Well, they, they have to back Arteta. I mean, I, I really don't understand. Like, if they don't back him, what's, what's going to happen? So, And also, they've given him a three-and-a-half-year contract, which mm. kind of indicates to me um, that they obviously do see a project here as well. So hopefully that will come and start to take uh, fruition. Maybe, maybe not so much in Jan, but definitely in the summer. Yeah, it is, it is interesting that he got given that three-and-a-half-year contract because they only backed Emery with a two-year contract, didn't they? Or was it a two-year and an option, right? Two-year and an option, but you know what? I actually, coming back to a couple of the points you lot just raised, I think Arteta came into this negotiation with a whole lot of clout. I think he had the power in the negotiation because Arsenal were desperate. They needed their manager and they needed someone now. And they wanted to get the right person, obviously. Now, the manager, the market for managers is pretty dead. There's not really much about. So I think he came into this with a lot of power. So I think in terms of all these talks he's had in these three conversations or whatever, I feel like he could have made quite big demands. I feel like he has a three-and-a-half contract as part of that, and that's why they backed him with it. Um, and I, I think also, for someone like Arteta, it would be career suicide. before Because what manager has gone in and f- absolutely bombed straight away and then recovered from it? So I think it would be career suicide for him to go into a job and, and absolutely bomb it, because this is his first job. So it's very important that he at least gets it right in, in some regard. And back to your earlier question, you said, what would you want to see from Arteta? I mean, obviously not getting relegated. I would like to see if he can um, is a good enough manager to motivate our current players. I feel that that's quite important. Um, and that will quite take a lot of soft skills and a lot of tact to do. If he can do that, I'll be quite impressed, to be honest. And secondly, I just want to see common sense decisions. I just want to see things that Emery is so retarded that he hasn't done. I just want to see them done. I want to see Torreira at the base in midfield doing the defensive work, not running and doing doggies into the box. I want to see um, uh, Shaka taken out of the team, especially against teams at press. I want to see Oba put up top. Um, even like Freddie's done, yeah, fair enough. I want to see Ozil used in the right games, but not in the other games. I want uh, I just no, see no games. Common sense decisions. That's what I want to see from him. So, like I said, I haven't got very high expectations and I know it's going to be a difficult job and I'm not really going to judge him on this season, to be honest. Unless he does get relegated, then he's a bum. But um, I'm, I'm going to judge him on how how we sort of play out and then go into next season with his own players and see how we go. And I'm, I'm definitely... I think the first selection, his first midfield selection, is going to be very telling after he's had a time to train with the team. And also... Um, his uh, first transfer window, or first couple of transfer windows, because the only two players I've seen linked, I mean, then obviously not great links, but only two players I've seen linked um, from the transfer windows, I'm not too pleased with personally. Who so, are they? So um, there was that tweet I posted in the group about um, apparently he likes Oyasabal. I was uh, going to say it, but, you know, I just left a pronunciation to you in it. Because uh, <laughs> you are un- uncouth, unconscious. <laughs> These, these start travelling rude boy here. No more free trips to Boston. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, that's about. And then um, that 17-year-old from Sevilla, like... I, I YouTube him, by the way. 
Huh? I, I've been a litty, bruv. I've been watching it. Right, you ready? What do you make of him? Because he's a small you, bruv. That's all yeah, I know. He, he, he's tiny. He's, he's only obviously still 17, but he's um he's not obviously your archetypal um like sort of Spanish sort of player in it in terms of like uh the, getting on the he's more of a dribbler, so he loves to dribble, loves to dribble, loves to use both feet. Um he acceleration from the reading up I've done of him, he's um he's naturally a playmaker. Um but because of um, his pace and his acceleration, he can be used wide as well. So, um, but he's but he's left-footed. So he and they say stylistically, he's a similar type of player to Coutinho. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but obviously I've only seen a few clips in here and there. So, but yeah, he's very. very is he playing for Sevilla? Uh, no, he's he's still in the Sevilla like beating. So, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, you, yeah, you are a fucking nitty. Jesus Christ, this guy yeah. going straight into <laughs> under 19s next season. Mate. <laughs> But even then, like I, I want to. I'll be happy if I see us linked with players. Obviously, we've got the technical base, but players who can run, who've got the legs, because it's, it's so important. I just need to see us running teams off the park next season. That's that's what I need because we we already are going to have the quality because we are one of the bigger clubs. We need that. We need the legs. We need the legs. We need to be able to overrun them and outplay them. And if we're not, we're not seeing that. Then um, I'm sorry, like. These ten years might not go very well because we, we need to deviate from that tiki taka Spanish style, man. Can we take? Can we draw any reference from um, Mikel Arteta's playing style and translate that into how he would be as a manager? Probably not. I don't think so. Anyway, no. There's nothing no. to that. No, not really. Because like he, he might he might think he's shit. Who knows? I'm joking. Mm. No, but he might feel like. I, I mean, if he's a sensible person, he, he's, no, he's going to know a team is built of many components. Um, some, there might be some parts of, of that that he, yeah, he likes, but I feel like you can't really judge that because you get um, some of the like um, best attackers in the world or quite defensive coaches. Like some of the like, look at Patrick Vieira for example. Patrick Vieira, in my opinion, is quite a conservative coach, but he was a very in a very offensive team. So I, I'm not really convinced in that. I just we just need to see. We need to see what comes out. And, and and also the the major thing with Arteta is that he's had such a weird sort of footballing education. Obviously, he's come from Barca's academy, but um, Moise. He for, uh, yeah, he, he played for um, he played for PSG when they were quite a competitive team with Poch. Um, he played in uh, he played for Rangers and they were a very competitive team. And we all know Moyes under uh, Everton under Moyes as well. How much yeah. of a physical side they were as well. So so he, he's someone who who knows about sort of both sides of it so it will be interesting to see how he marries it all together um so obviously we know he spent the last three years with pep but he, he has said he's, he's always been influenced by um poch as well and poch said from um the moment he met arteta he said arteta was always quite a bossy person um in terms of he knew what he wanted and he knew what he liked and if it wasn't adhered to like you'd sort of know about it so um i don't know how that will translate obviously into his uh into his manage man- management it's all well and good being a coach and um picking up sort of the small nuances but being a manager and leading a whole club is a is a sort of completely different ball game as well so that that kind of remains to be seen and and who he'll sort of take onto his backroom staff as well so i think i think that's a good trait actually Mm. like because i don't want to see no soft little pussy i feel like arsenal need a a very stern coach like because we've like had the um the attitude of like we've had the environment of a crash for the last what 20 years with Wenger like all this flipping Japanese socialism and all that nonsense bruv <laughs> we, need, we need someone who's come in with that full blown beef like I, I feel like we need someone who's very very stern and from what you hear from Arteta from stories you hear that he's got he's got he's a prickly character 
and he's got that to him. But I think that's actually going to be a positive because I feel like, especially some of our type of players, they need that degree of fear. You, they need to be a little bit afraid um, of the manager. And um, yeah. I, I actually like that he's a bossy, um, kind of tough, prickly character. I feel that that will actually stand him in good stead. Do, do you guys do you guys remember Alan Stubbs from Everton? Yeah. Did you see his um? Did you see his quote today about Arteta? So he was basically saying as well. He was like, "Yeah, Arteta is the sort of person that um, he he will he, he's not afraid of conflict. So um, he will sort of regularly get into sort of disputes to get his sort of point across. So he, he is quite someone who sounds like quite Jose esque. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know about obviously because we haven't seen him as, as as a manager, but he has always been from what Stubbs was saying and Potter was saying that he has always been the sort of leader in his team, even though he wasn't the most gifted and so from an ability perspective, um, players have always respected him, even though they haven't liked him. So that kind of feeds back into Leroy's point about, do you know what? You, you have you have to have someone who the players will respect. And I also think to a point as well, Arteta, this team is very, this Arsenal team is very different to the one he left. Um, but he will know about certain characters. And I think he seems quite intelligent. So I think he would have said to Raul and Edu and whoever that, listen, if this guy doesn't tow the party line that I want to tow, we, we've got a problem and I'm going to ostracise him from the team. I could actually definitely see him doing that as well. So, And it'll be interesting to see how, how that happens because I know I saw that report which said as well, not all our players were happy with the Arteta appointment. Um, and, that, and that dates back to apparently some people thought he was quite arrogant as well. So like I said, it remains to be seen how that translates in person. But how many players actually played with Arteta in the squad? Um, Bellerin, Ozil... Uh, Mustafi? Was Mustafi there? No, I think Mustafi was after you. Was he there? Uh, Chambers, maybe? Chambers. Yeah, I'm trying to think. When did Marteta leave? Was it like 2015? <laughs> 2016. 2016. 2016. 2016. So Mustafi would yeah. be there, wouldn't he? No, he wasn't. Oh, maybe. Maybe that was his first season. Yeah. I don't know. So quite but, a few of them. In Arteta's last season, he didn't play very much either. Um, so all, all I heard that season was that he was doing his coaching badges and, and training the the Arsenal youngsters as well. So um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's a lot left actually that was there when, when he was there. So, do, do you think that, do you think, so just going to your point about like leadership and having respect for the players, do you think it helps having a fresh squad rather than having players that he actually played with? Mm, I'm not sure, you know, um, it, it, it could work, but it could work both ways. Um, I, I just want to see him stamp his authority essentially as well. So, um, and, and I think he'll do that as well. Anyway, with his contract in 2020, we've got a lot of players whose contracts are expiring in 2021 anyway. So um, I think we will, in terms of whatever Arteta decides, I think the board might go along with it to, to Leroy's point in terms of the sway um, coming back to his first job as well. So, Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about coaching staff then because he's been named with a lot of these guys that are on Football Manager with like 20 rated coaching, 20 rated attacking, 20 rated defending. 20 rated scouting potential, all these things, yeah. But as we know, football manager doesn't necessarily directly correlate to uh, real life. So how much do you know about these guys that we're linked with coming in as part of these uh, coaching stuff? I don't know shit about... <laughs> Very honest approach of your move. So, boy, I just hope they're on job, innit? Like, and I just want a bit of diversity because I don't want... a a whole staff chock full of Spaniards. I don't want the Spanish Armada taking over my football club. We need, we need to get a few different like um, football ideologies in there, man. That's that's the only thing I want. Just some diversity of opinion. Yeah, I I, I agree. It, it would, like I said, you, you're you're going to end up getting the same sort of um, 
opinion if 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 they are all Spaniards. I mean, I've already read that um, there there's that Borrell, what's his name, Borrell guy, uh, who's been with um, who was he's obviously at City now, and he was at Liverpool before that, um, and then he was he was at La Messiah when Cesc and Messi and all their men were coming through as well. So, um, so what, he sounds what was his like role at Man City? Sorry. So Man, I'm not even sure what his role at Man City is. Because I'm thinking, why would you leave Man City to come to Arsenal? So I'm wondering well, if he was just I, like I, the water boy or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, put, putting out cones. <laughs> and I get a bit warm up in that. So yeah, <laughs> he wants more responsibility now. Yeah. And, 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 this, and this is interesting because I'm surprised because he sits right next to Arteta and Pepe as well. So I, I'd be surprised if Pepe is just going to be like, all right, cool, roll with Arteta. But um, at Liverpool, he was the technical director from what I understand. Um, and he was there when Sterling was there, okay. and um, and then yeah, so I, I think he's just he's another coach at um, at City as well. So uh, and then there's another one who's his name. He's jobless at the moment. The Dominic Torrent guy, yeah. and they were saying he's been with Pep since day dot in it. So, right. but he left he left in 2018 um, to take over New York City, and he was there, and then he's left. I don't really know why he left, but now he's a free agent apparently. So. There's talks that that might be a team as well, but other than that, honestly, I, I don't have a clue. Um, and, then, I have, and then obviously, Jumberg will be joining yeah, the Freddy, as well, right? I, well, I did also read as well that he's quite close to Tim Cahill still. I don't know what that means, but yeah, bareheaders, bareheaders, bare crosses. and Martinelli are scoring hat trick every game. Set piece gang cross and inshallah at the carpet. Um, in terms of like players that we already have in the squad um, do you think there are any players who just based on what this is all guesswork right like we don't really know much about Arteta than obviously what we've read about him Um, do you think there are any players that specifically would suit Arteta's like leadership style or his coaching style or and vice versa are there any players that don't necessarily suit what we think he might be bringing to the table well, there's a difference between coaching style and in the playing style because the coaching style is how they're going to deal with his personality and that's about their character and the playing style is obviously about their playing attributes. So in terms of the first one, the coaching style, what I see is a lot of the players with good attitudes and who are hard workers will probably get along with him. So people like Granit Xhaka, people like um, Lucas Torreira, people like Gabriel Martinelli, um, uh, Hector Bellerin all the good pros Leno all, the, all those good pros will probably be absolutely fine with it um, uh, Aubameyang works hard but obviously he wants out so I feel, feel like there's going to be some friction there just because of ulterior motives and he wants to leave mm. um, I can see him dropping Lacazette definitely so I think there's going to be some friction there I don't really think he's going to get along with Ozil very well um, because Ozil's not going to put in the effort he wants um, in terms of actual playing style though um Obviously, I, I, we, we have nothing to go on, but I imagine, I would assume, he's going to play a technical-based game. Um, so I, I see Lucas Torreira doing okay in that game, provided that he um, works on Arsenal's compactness and spacing. Um, in terms of Shaka, I don't really see him actually doing very well uh, under an Arteta-based team, just because he's so one-footed. Right. It limits everything so much, especially because I imagine he'd want to play a 4-3-3 with a single pivot. Mm-hmm. That person in the single pivot has got to be able to play 360 degrees and has to be comfortable off both sides and has to be pretty press resistance with Shaka's not. I don't see Shaka being useful in the higher positions either, so I think he's... Shaka, got- Shaka fans, I think, are taking solace in the idea that because they're kind of like similar players, that 
Arteta will maybe take a shine Arteta to him. Arteta is a much better player than Chaka. Oh yeah, he is. But Arteta I mean, is a much better player I mean, uh, you, there is an argument to be made. They are like similar players in terms of their style. Maybe not quality, but in terms of style. Oh, when when you're so limited, like you, if you're going to be a Shaka type player, you can't be that one footed. It's impossible. You just completely limit yourself, and you like you can't really highlight the good points of your game. So like, um, I, I don't really see it happening. I don't see it happening. Um, do you know what? I actually don't think he'll like Genduzi either. That's one player I think he might. Really I wanted to get. ask you a few questions about Genduzi, but mm. what, so, so sorry, sorry, quickly. So why don't you think he'll like Genduzi? I feel like Genduzi will. Um, Genduzi doesn't play quickly enough. Um, he takes too many touches, and for, like even though he makes things happen, he can drive. He's got a reasonable passing range. I feel like his current game now, at least. Um, it slows the game down a lot. And also, def- defensively, Gunduzi is absolutely appalling, which we all know. So yeah. I feel like I don't see... If, if he's going to play the type of game that we all envisage he's going to play, I think Gunduzi is going to have to make a lot of changes to his game. And I feel like he definitely isn't going to be playing in that single pivot position. He'll be playing one or two more advanced positions. Um, so I feel like Gunduzi will have to play a lot better link game, a lot better pass and move game rather than take a touch, get your head up, look what's on, maybe try and slide a good pass, maybe have a little drive. He takes a little bit too long. I, I'd like, I, I imagine he's going to like someone more like Pepe, for example, or or uh, not even though he's great, Nelson, that type of game, more that link game, um, rather than the Ganduzi's slower, slow the pace of the game down, um, that type of game. So I'm not sure, but we'll see. That's just, just what to, I was... Just to interrupt you guys, because um, we were just literally talking about this Rodolfo Burrell guy. He said uh, the Athletic are just reporting that um, he's set to stay at City and take on more responsibilities following Arteta exit. So he won't be joining oh, Arsenal. Oh, uh, mad. And is, that a bit the, of a, is that a bit of a well, spanner in the works? Well, because literally I'd seen in about three, four different publications, they all said that was like literally the one that was going to happen. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Well, it's interesting to see now because um, I, I saw quite a few tweets, you know, from like Darren Arsenal and a few other people. They said, obviously... Um, part of the hold-up was that Arteta was finalising his backroom staff today. So, obviously, that might have been part of the case that it wasn't announced, why, why the announcement wasn't today. So, it'll be interesting to see when we hear tomorrow, when we hear the announcement tomorrow, who's who's obviously going to be a part of it. So, yeah. Do you think it's important that he gets his backroom staff in now and not, like... Like, do you think, there's, do you think there is, like, a time limit that he... Because I don't want him to just rush through with like picking random guys that he's not particularly confident in working with and then signing them to contracts and things can get messy that way so do you think he should take his time with like the coaching staff that he brings in or or do you think you know what no we need he he needs support he needs bodies in now uh, you, you can't coach without a backroom team in place like it's just it's just not it's not a good thing I mean having a um, a temp uh, not a temporary team a half filled team is not good obviously we're not sure what's going to happen with Freddie um, but I, I really think it's very important to have a complete backroom team so I'll be disappointed if he hasn't sorted that out no I, I mean I, I think it's it's media speculation at the moment they just haven't announced I, I would be because apparently that was part of the reason Arteta didn't get the job last year. But I would think if he had known that Arsenal were going to be getting in touch, like he's definitely got a rough idea of who he wants on his team. The, the media just don't know yet. Do you know what I mean? That, that that would be my thinking anyway. And also, obviously, he's not going to be in the stands for the Everton game on Saturday anyway. So they said the next game is what on Boxing Day. I I, I do I, I do think yeah I do think ideally the um the staff which should be in place by this weekend 
I, I really don't see why not. And and I and I think it would be very poor planning on his part if he knew that he was getting this job and he didn't have backroom staff ready. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. That, um, that... I mean, it, yeah, it did seem a bit funny to me that you know Pep would just be allowing like his whole coaching staff to leave. That wouldn't make sense. They're in they're in a competitive season themselves. They've got you know. They've got uh, Liverpool to chase down. They've got Champions League. To, uh, surely Pep's not going to uh, uh, oversee a, a transitional phase in bloody December, allowing half his coaching team to leave. So you must, Arteta must have contingency plans, knowing that. I'd, I'd, I'd hope so. Well, I'd hope so anyway. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I do think he has. I just don't think anybody knows it yet. Fair enough. I, I, but the thing is, like, we, we, this this whole thing has been a bit of a whirlwind, man. Just all these conflicting reports. Everyone's saying the opposite from each other. No one has a clue what's going on, to be honest with you. Do you know what? Since Wenger left, yeah, the news has been quite unpredictable. You see when Wenger left, yeah, man, like Jeff at Arsenal getting everything right, AFC Cam- before Wenger left, sorry, yeah, AFC Camden was getting everything right, but now these men are looking a bit funny in the lights, you know, the sources have gone dead. I'm starting to think that Wenger was the link, the, the lead, you know. <laughs> like, I, think, I think Wenger was at AFC Camden, now he's just guessing. Uh, no, but the thing is, I feel like, because obviously when Wenger left, bear of his staff left with him in it. So I don't think a lot of the people have the links they used to, even though there's a couple men that still like the plugs and that. But You know Steve Bold is leaking, bro, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Bold is 100% leaking. Him and Pat Rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to the players then, because you, you mentioned why Ganduzi wouldn't be... Um, uh, maybe possibly in an Arteta fit. Are you guys concerned about Gunduzi's drop off? Um, and I was listening to the Ask Vision podcast this week, and uh, I think it was Clive. I think he mentioned that. He Oi, thinks... No, free promo, though, no huh? man, I like Ask Vision. You know, I like Ask Vision a lot. You know? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I want to get Clive on the pod. Oh, Olu keeps saying he's going to get Clive on the pod, but he, he's not. He's not pulling through of this whatless done. I need to get onto him. This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. But, um... Yeah, um, he mentioned something about how he thinks Gendouzi is becoming a bit Bertie Big Bollocks and believing in his hype a little bit. Um, and that's kind of showing on the field. I just wanted to get your opinion on on Gendouzi's performances in the last month or so. I just feel like, one, we're in a dysfunctional team where no one's really put in their weight. So it's very difficult for especially a young player to perform in that environment. And two, he's just a young player. You're going to have ups and downs, man. I'm not even that concerned. My main concern is, um, is he going to actually correct his weaknesses? Because I know what his strengths are, but his weaknesses are really hindering the team in terms of his defensive positioning um, and his um, ability in duels um, and his... Um, one is concentration and um, getting bypassed very easily, both on the dribble and off the ball. So he needs to really address those those issues. Um, I, I really think he's going to be relegated to a, a much, much more um, inferior position when Arteta comes in. I can just, from what I imagine Arteta would want to play like, I just see him not being the right fit. What would you say would be the midfield hierarchy then in terms of the options we have available? Well, options we have available is air, but I feel like Torreira is going to be the the main main guy. 
I feel like he's going to be the priority. Um, apart from that, because we've just got dead midfielders. So, so I, I was, um, so I, I take on sort of Leroy's point. Um, in terms of Guendouzi, I, I just think he's, um, he, he's a, uh, he needs to be coached. Basically, do you know what I mean? So a lot of our young players are just suffering from lack of proper, proper coaching. So and and that's my main thing from that I want to see from Arteta. This um like in these next six months, I want to see evidence of players being coached. Um, and and then visibly learning as well. In terms of Gwendouzi, he naturally needs to, because he even though he's quite a tall guy, but he needs to improve his sort of resistance to challenges. Even though he's like six foot plus, like he's still he's very flimsy, isn't he? So as well, so but he's still only twenty. I'm never so, confident um, in him coming out of a duel with the ball. Yeah, I'm I'm, the, I'm, I'm, not, I'm 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 not either. So yeah, I, I think like he's been there what eighteen months now as well. So I'd like to see him start improving, doing a bit more gym work in terms of just strength and conditioning on that front as well. But um, coming back to your point about who will be in um, Arteta's sort of starting lineup, obviously we're only projecting, but I do agree with Leroy. I think Torreira at the base, um, because obviously he's the one with the most recovery speed and um, the one who moves best sort of laterally across the pitch as well. Um, and I do think he'll play sort of that staggered three with one and then two in front. Um, obviously, I don't know. I'm just projecting, but I think Sabios might be a beneficiary. Uh, so, and I, and I would like to see, like I said, because obviously... The times where Ceballos played, he either played as a 10 or from the left as well. I want to see him more as an interior in a 4-3-3. Now, obviously, we've got um, issues because of, obviously, our lack of athleticism. At the same time, if you look at City, no one can tell me David Silva is more athletic than um, than Ceballos. You know what I mean? So, um, City hide their sort of... Because um, th- there are a few players at City who I don't think are that, that athletic. But because they're... Um, because of the way they line up, because of the spacing and, and how so good, and, yeah, and how coherent and compact they are, those sort of players, they don't really get exposed anyway. And don't. even if they do, um, it, it's kind of... Uh, did you see that video about Arteta where he was emphasising rotational fouling as well? Exactly. Um, exactly. That's yeah. why they get exposed, because they're cheats. Yeah, yeah. I, they well, did that I, so much I, against I, us on Sunday, didn't they? But, but it's, it's smart. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's very, very smart. Pep's Barca always did it. Whenever you bypass Xavi or Iniesta they pulled you back so yeah. um yeah yeah I, I i don't i don't see anything wrong with it and if your game as, as leroy alluded to is going to be based on the technical rather than the physical that's definitely an attribute you've got to have in your game because obviously in the premier league where transition based attacks are very very common um if your guys are not that athletic in midfield they've got to be able to um take take one for the team and and the thing with City which is very interesting as well is that they all take turns in doing it it's not one player that repeats it like you'll see one I think they finished with like five yellow cards against us on Sunday which is mad considering like how crap we were but in terms of like one minute Fernandino will do it next minute KDB's done it next minute Gundogan's done it as well do you know what I mean so they take turns in the, in the sort of rotational fouling as well but yeah hopefully um actually I think yeah I definitely think Ceballos might be a beneficiary from Arteta as well I completely forgot about Ceballos you know my guy. We all did. We all did. My <laughs> guy. I, I, I hyped him up after one game and he's never been the same since. <laughs> it's all long, man. It's all peak, right? Um, uh, yeah, someone needs to get the best out of him because he's clearly a talented player, isn't he? And, um, yeah, <laughs> he's just been a bum ever since. But um, uh, So there's some talk this week about how Aubameyang clearly down tools i think there was that instagram post uh, from his brother i don't know whether we should read too much and says i don't know man like his brother said something about how he doesn't want arteta because he's too inexperienced do you think that's like a reflection of of pierre's views or do you think that's just his brother having his own opinion 
I think Aubameyang is formulating his exit plan at present and he wants out. So I feel like this is all part of the unsettled camp make him feel like like it's just he wants he wants out like and it's just he's just making moves to make that very very well known public yeah. and private and then when the windows come um or if one of the bids come in like, he, he's agitating how, how, so with Aubameyang he's 30 is he 30 or 31 30 he's 30 what's what are we looking at realistically because yeah he's a world-class shooter no one can deny that he is top 10 in the world of of strikers right I don't think anyone would deny that. Um, where where does he sit? Because I'm trying to look at clubs who would buy him, and you know, normally, you know, we when we talk about players, uh, teams that are going to buy Arsenal players, we we immediately shout out Inter Milan, but Inter Milan are not going to sign Aubameyang. They've already got Lukaku and uh, what's his name? Latoro. Well, maybe if Latoro goes, maybe then Aubameyang becomes an option for them, but. Um, where do you see like a what do you see as his realistic tog, um transfer value, and who do you see coming in for Aubameyang? Uh, so I value Aubameyang at around sixty million pounds. Do you think we could get uh, that? I think we could get that. We'd have to sell him this year because obviously his contract expires in twenty twenty one. So this is the last opportunity this summer to get money for him. So, mm-hmm. um, and if we don't get Champions League, which we won't, um, he, he will try and force his way out, which is which is no problem. Um, in terms of teams that would be in for him, it's quite it's quite weird. I've heard Luis Suarez actually might be leaving Barca at the end of the season because he's what thirty two, thirty three now. So um, I don't know if that would be an option, but they might move. Any Cruz takers on Suarez? Um, no. Not not this age. Shameless you, bruv. Come yeah. on. <laughs> nah, that's like saying you, you, you want to move to Pamela Anderson right now. Hey, listen, on them hauling nights, bruv. Gets a bit sticky, you know? Like one of them back in the days. Oh, oh, I don't know about back yeah. in the days. I'll talk about tonight, mate. Shameless you, cool. We know what you're about. All right. You know the ones where you start googling. I don't works, man. Is it worth it? No, I don't know them ones. I can't honestly say I don't know them ones. Start looking at out calls, like, oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Game. What is this guy talking about? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, like, just going back to uh, Aubameyang yeah, and potential I, suitors. I, I don't know. You'd like to think... I don't know if Real Madrid would be an option, but um, listen, Benzema's seen off everyone for the last decade in that position, bruv. And at the moment, for the last 18 months, he doesn't really show any signs of slowing down, in it? So he might be able to go there, but I swear like per- Benzema's like Perez's love child. And obviously he's the drippiest, so I just don't see how... He might go there, but... Um, yeah, his goal scoring's getting better with bloody age, bro, isn't that's it? what I'm saying. His goal scoring's getting better with age. So, mm. um, and obviously, jo- Jovic hasn't had a sniff at Real Madrid. Apparently, um, things don't like him. I don't know if P- PSG would be an option. Mm. Um, but would they want to replace... Uh, it would be a Cavani replacement, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. how old's Cavani? 32? Yeah, 32. So, would they um, want to replace a 32-year-old with a 30-year-old? Boy, I, I, I don't know, to be honest. Mm. I, I really don't know. Um... In terms of, I mean, I I, I I don't see us selling him domestically. No. Um, Even though United links kind of scare me a little bit. Yeah, but I, I don't I, I don't see it. I really don't see your Babian fitting in there. I don't at all. Um, 
I, I, I think Aubameyang will net wherever, but I, I'm not as hopeful as you guys because the thing is, your price is dependent on the market competition for you. Like, he's obviously a high-value player, but if there's no competition in the market and there's only one club in and we're forced in the position to sell because he's only got one year left, we can't really demand the market price or the high price. Yeah. I, I feel like we'll get significantly less than 60 mil for him. I'm thinking in the 40, 45 mil mark. Really? Yeah, I feel that's what we'll get for him. And I feel like we're going to be forced to sell because there's only a year left. Mm. And we'll at least make that decision because 40, 45 mil or Aubameyang for a year, like... Depends on, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough decision, really. Um, I think it's, it's weird because you know what? Yeah, I would have said like six months ago, obviously, I know Benzema had a good season last season, but I don't think, you know, people, Real Madrid were still sniffing around, you know what I mean? So, but because Benzema's now uh, carried that goal scoring form into this season, the last thing on Real Madrid's mind really and truly is replacing him. So I think that probably knocks down Aubameyang's transfer value by you know, a couple mil at least, you know what I mean? Just because Real Madrid are out of the picture and that's one big super team that you, is li- unlikely to go in for him. I, dis- I disagree with that. Well, because the thing is, Real Madrid's big problem is um, they need goals outside of Benzema. The fact that Aubameyang scored a lot of goals from the left and the right is, I think, something that they might... they got Eden Hazard though, mate. Yeah, but he don't score goals. Mate. Oh, it he, doesn't. He, he, okay, he's not a banger. But anyway, <laughs> I feel that might appeal to Real Madrid. One, having a backup striker who's um, a high-level scorer, and two, someone who can play in the team with Benzema, who's a high-level scorer, while Benzema comes deep to do his thing. The only problem is I don't see Real Madrid because they've got obviously ambitions to get bigger and better players, being able to afford him. And the rumor has it they need to make two hundred million worth of sales or something like that. And they've got a lot of people that they want to sell. Well, but Santander they... not bailing them out, no? Yeah, exactly. They're not bailing them out, bro. Like, I don't know. They got they lost their links. I mean, they used to have a seat at the Royal Table. And yeah. They'll write them a check for like 500 mil and say, I will buy your stadium and we'll give it back to you. No problem. <laughs> but end of the day, and you keep 100% of gate receipts. Exactly. So if if um, if I see Real Madrid coming in, it'll be a, a try, an attempt at a swap deal with Jovic, I think. I think they'll try and flirt, flirt with us and offer him on the table. Would you take that? I would take it because I still think Jovic retains a higher value in the market. I don't think we're going to get a lot of money from Aubameyang, like I said, because of the lack of potential clubs he can go into just because of the situation. Like, you look at who could afford him. PSG, they've got Mbappe, um, and um, they're tight on FFP, so I don't see them frivolously wasting money on Aubameyang. Um, Real Madrid, we've already discussed. Barcelona, he doesn't really suit the style they like and the style their fans like, even though that's a possibility. Italian clubs are kind of set, really, the ones that would buy him with Juve have sold their soul and bought Ronaldo. Um, Italian clubs clubs can't, can't afford him. Well, it's only Bayern that um, could afford him. And they, and they got, got Levan, so. He was the same age or similar age or whatever. And um, Dortmund, he's obviously ruined his, um, his uh, tyres there, so it's not going back. The only thing I can maybe see is Leipzig buying him if Werner goes. That's the only team mm. I can see in Germany actually buying him. Um, but, or a swap deal. Yeah, or above. That's, uh, so, yeah, that's why I see, I see us either getting a lower fee or a potential swap deal or something like that. Mm. A swap deal for Werner? Um, for uh, Jovic, I don't think they're going to want a swap deal for Werner. They're just going to want straight cash because he's got a high. He's he's highly sought after. But, but would you pay money plus? Would you pay would, money plus Oba for Werner? I, I, I would, yeah. I, I think Werner's very good. I, I, you know what? I didn't used to. Yeah, um, I underrated him for a long time. I used to say he's okay. Vardy or Werner? Werner, Werner. After really? Watch, after watching Werner deeply, I think he's very, very good. 
I think he's very, very, very good. I'm actually, I, I underrated him at the beginning. I actually um, think he's just a carbon copy of Vardy. I think he's technically better than Vardy. Um, definitely, definitely technically better than Vardy. His, his pace is a mazine, bro. He's so fast, bro. Honestly, yeah, but he's a pussy clout, man. Shot. He's a pussy clout, bro. Because actually, one time, yeah, actually, against I'm in Turkey, bro, he walked off the pitch because the crowd was too noisy. Actually, so. I'm, I just remember that. I'm correcting it. It's Vardy over Werner still. Right, they, exactly. That's what I thought. I, I, I ain't got time oh, for that. I remember that. The immigrant mentality. I remember yeah. that. Thank you. Nah, yeah, you, do, need, you know what it was? Mentality. It was... It was, it was Nah, Lewis, it was when they played Marseille and the Velodrome was bare loud. Bro. No, it was, against, was like, it was in Turkey. It was against uh, sure? Besiktas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Leipzig were in Besiktas' oh, group in the Champions League and and they got pammed by Besiktas and he walked off the pitch saying his ears popped or something like that and he couldn't... He couldn't <laughs> Wait, oh, that is... Pussy, bro. I, st- I still would get weak. My biggest issue now is who the hell are we going to replace Aubameyang with? Like, I, I floated the Cavani idea. I quite like that idea, if I'm being honest. Because he's on a free, yes, but he's 32. And, yeah, fair enough. Yo Rich, through, man. Like, good, good mentor for Martinelli as well. It is. Uh, Yo Rich, I like his finishing. I like his ability in the box. But I've always said I've got Lacazette vibes of him in terms of his athleticism and his ability to create separation. So I'm not sure how he's going to score in a big league. Because, obviously, everyone pans in Germany. So um, And Real Madrid, he's obviously not doing very well. So that's, again, giving me more doubts. Um, even though I still take the deal, um, because I still think he will have good value. And even if he flopped, we can sell him in Germany because of his age. Um, but, yeah, who, who are we really going to get? Like, it's going to be What about Piatek? What's happened to Piatek? Oh, apparently he's flopping out now. So. Hey, bro, he's falling off. He's falling off a cliff, bro. He ain't doing none of them gunman celebrations no more, bro. <laughs> bro I ain't had pop, 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 pop in a minute. So, uh, <laughs> I, and the thing is, I'm upset because because that celebration is so cold, bro. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just looking at his goal scoring record this year. So, uh, four and sixteen games. It's terrible. Mm. Yikes! Yikes! He started off really well, didn't he? And then yeah, he was pabbing but... last year. Just for, for like three months, he was pamming, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, see, I would love to get Werner, but I think he's out of our reach. I think there's going to be bigger and better clubs um, in the mix for him. Um, I, I, I was arguing with a guy on Twitter today, shout out to you, man, but like, that he was saying that we should play Martelli up front. I'm like, you're nuts. <laughs> he's not ready to be the lead striker at Arsenal. Um, oh, my I just, God. I feel that's a, a crazy opinion if I, if I say that. One sec. Sean, you, bro, both guys you mentioned that are going to be part of our fucking coaching staff, yeah? This Dominic Tarrant now has turned us down. Oh, what? Swear it down. It says, uh, Dominic Tarrant won't be part of Mikel Arteta's backroom staff. He is considering head coach position and has an offer from Brazil. Mad boy. So does that mean like someone like Xabi Alonso maybe coming? Where did you see that? The same thing. ZR, whatever, that ZR account. He hasn't put a source for it, though. Hey, where are we not getting my, my notifications, B? What's going on? Because <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I follow I, the real account. That's right. You follow the fake <laughs> one. Nah, yeah. I heard, ja- heard Jabby Alonso say, um, apparently, because he's just started with Sociedad as a coach in it, he just wants to stay there for now. So, um, even though, yeah, because I feel that might be an option because that's Arteta's best friend, in it, from young. So, but yeah, it doesn't look like that's happening. But but then again, people were just speculating, in it. This, this is what you said. No one really knows anything, in it? I think people just assumed those would be the two that would roll with Arteta, but right, okay. we'll, 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 we'll see in it. We'll so see. He, must, he, we'll must see. Have, he must have someone else. Yeah, must have someone well, else. yeah, yeah. I mean, let's, let's, t- tomorrow, innit? Tomorrow's is, is uh, an unveiling and press conference. Bare people will ask about that, so I'm sure we'll, 
people hearing. Yeah. Um, Leroy, just sorry, just, I, I interrupted you. You were talking about why Martinelli wouldn't be a, a, a good uh, starting striker, was it? No, like, I mean, he's too young. He still needs a couple of years of development. He's still not there yet. He's a, he's a good talent, don't get me wrong, but people are getting carried away. He can't lead the line for Arsenal have seen now. I got so he, gassed when he when he uh, went past the Man City defenders in the first minute. I was like, oh my... Oh, 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 oh. Man. Yeah, uh, I mean, we they would have just panned us by six, though. They just pissed them off. So, yeah, yeah. Quite happy, to be honest. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want to cover before we get into some listeners' questions? No, I'm easy, man. Let's, let's, let's rock and roll. Sean? No, no, no. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be like at work tomorrow, but I'm gonna be a nitty boy because the way I'm gonna have to prepare for this, uh, <laughs> this, um, this press conference, but my guys here in the toilet to listen to it, bro. It's going to be one of them, yeah, because I'm um, yeah. doing a half day, finishing at 11. Yeah. But I come back, I sit in bed, I have my two screens, and I'm in the office. Yeah. All my notifications on, I'm saying, all right, ask Nick, is that all? Yeah, cool, say no. It's going to be refreshing, at least, because at least we've got some... Like, even... even I think I listened to more Jumberg, um press conferences than I have Emery in his entire tenure. Like yeah. because I, I just m- relate more to Jumberg. I can understand what he's saying. Do you know what I'm saying? So the communication aspect is is important. And Arteta, obviously, like whenever I've heard Arteta speak, actually, he speaks very well. So I'm quite um, excited about that because I I actually want to hear what he has to say about the game as well. And um, that was one thing Wenger was always good at. You know, his whenever he spoke about the game, people listened. And I feel like Arteta is like a similar character in that regard. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, so yeah, it should be good. interesting, right? So I've got some. We got loads of listeners' questions, so let's smash through them. Um, so OT but in tweets, he says, any info on backroom staff, technical coaches accompanying him? So I guess we've spoke a little bit about that. Um, are there any staff that you guys would like to see? Because we've covered the guys that we've been linked with, but are there any guys that you would uh, you would potentially like to see um, come in? What players? Coach, coaches. I don't know enough about coaches. I don't know none no, about. Me neither. Me neither. But I know Sean's a nitty for this, bro. Watching TFO football videos and shit about <laughs> coaches, bro. No, no, no. Honestly, I, I, I don't have a clue. Like even when um, the Torrent and Borrell stuff started going on, I had to. That's why he saw me asking the group. I was like, "Who are these men, bro?" Mm-hmm. It, was, it was only Ant who was like, "Yeah, these men are wavy on the FM." On, on the like, FM. <laughs> so um, yeah, no. I, I, generally, I, I have no clue. I actually, I actually have zero, zero clue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd only suggested those two names because those are the names I'd seen float about and that's why I was asking questions. Um, I, gen- I generally have no idea because uh, that ZR guy has just tweeted again just now saying Javi Alonso is obviously staying at Real Sociedad, which is what I said. So, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait till the press conference and find out. Imagine he brings in like, uh, what, what was the summer that um, that Arteta came in? Imagine we go for like Murtasaka, Arteta. Bro, Yossi Ben Ayoun, Andre Santos. Why doesn't anything work for us? Like, why is our club always a shit shot? Everything's always embarrassing, like. We can't even get a number two. It's just, it's just, I hate this football club, bro. I can't stand it. Oh, God. Yeah, imagine what, what that, about, bro. Javinho about... in the coaching staff, bro. <laughs> Fucking you know, Ju Park um, doing data analysis. What, uh, that what about that? Um, you know that coach that left Liverpool in twenty? What was it last year? What was his name? Buvach or something? I swear he was even linked with the Arsenal job at some point. Um, but yeah, no I, I don't idea, know what happened mate. to him. But yeah, is he but, still Liverpool though? No, nah, he's not. He's not. He left Liverpool. 
Um, no, I swear he, they convinced him to stay and stuff. No, he left. He left. He left them. I'm huh? 100% sure, yeah, he's, he's not there. He ain't there, so... But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Generally, I don't agree. Mr. K. Jamfi, he asks, uh, seeing as the league season is pretty much done, what are your realistic expectations for Arteta for the remainder of the season? And what do you think he needs to change to make us more competitive, defenders aside, because we all know that's a problem area. So realistic expectations for the remainder of the season. I, we've all said that we don't really expect much, but I guess we're still in Europa League, man. Like That's still a... We're not going to be the favourites by any stretch of the imagination, but it's still an opportunity to try get back in the Champions League. It's not, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion that we um, can't put like a little cup run together. So, uh, or have you just put that to bed? We're not, we're not getting uh, anywhere. Uh, in Europa uh, League. Uh, we're not getting anywhere, bro. Any good team we meet in that competition. Would, would be... you prioritise the Europa League at this point? Nah, we're going to finish tenth anyway. Like, just give up and work on for next season. Like. Fair enough. Yeah, just I'm not really like the only thing I want to see is him implement his style over this next six months. Focus on spacing, focus on compactness, focus on the end mentality of the group. Get your um, philosophy embedded over there. You've got a whole um, six, seven months to play with. Just do that. Do that for me. That's that's all I want to see, man. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I, I agree. Um, like I said, even though the team is right off. He, he should be using this time to experiment and, and to get his ideas and orders in place, similar to what Leroy said. Um, if we do, like, for example, even though the um, Europa is not great, I think we've got an NPR cost in the, in the next round. And to be honest, we might not even beat them. But if we do get to the semis, then obviously you have to start taking it seriously. I mean, um, we've got, there's Ajax in there, in it, and Ajax would bop us. Um, I think Inter in that competition as well. Now they've dropped out. So um, it depends how seriously they take it as well. So, those are teams I can definitely see beating us, um, Roma as well. So um, it, it, it depends how serious we take it and how, or, and how quickly um, our players are receptive to Arteta's ideas. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he might see it as a viable option. I don't know. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what he says. But yeah, but generally speaking, I, I don't really care. Like if we're even if we even if we're not in Europe next season. I don't really care. If anything, it might even be better. So I just yeah. I think yeah, I think I'm, it's important to remember that. <clears throat> I think in Klopp's first season, he took over in very similar circumstances to uh, um, to when Brendan left Liverpool. Liverpool were in a bit of a shit show. I think they were tenth when Brendan left in October, and, and, and they only finished like eighth. And they finished well. eighth exactly. But obviously, what we saw from Klopp in that first season was that clear direction where Liverpool were going. We all kind of took up, we all sat up and took notice and thought, hmm, if Klopp gets, you know, the right players in here, they could be looking a bit naughty because they had a few big results under Klopp, didn't they? And they got to the European League final as well. Yeah, exactly. They, they so I think, to be I think yeah. you, you never know, man. <laughs> you never know. Um, only one junior seven asks, who do you think Sinkos swims under Arteta? And do you think he handles the big characters? Because I've read when he first came to Arsenal, he was a factor in uniting a quite fractured dressing room. I, I see there's going to be some big bust-ups. Um, I feel that overall he will get control of the dressing room, but that might need some departures. Um, I, we've already mentioned the single swims in terms of the, the playing and the personnel, um, a couple of them. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens, man, but we've already kind of covered most of it, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Sean, any, anything to add on that? No, no, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think he'll have disputes with the strikers. I think he won't like Ozil. 
Um, I think David Luiz is definitely going to be another issue. Um, how that will play out, especially considering Raul's relationships with the super agents, remains to be seen. But yeah, I, it, it, it's more just just similar to what to what Leroy said in terms of the young players and uh, the players who aren't problematic generally. I think he'll be fine. But those ones who have got egos and those ones who have been playing crap, bar or bar, he'll have issues with them, 100%. Okay. Um, who do you think will improve the most under Arteta? Uh, I think Torreira Saka. This That's from DH Banks. Um, I'm going to actually go for someone I don't rate very highly. I think Nelson will be quite good under him. Okay. Even though I'm not saying he'll be great, I'm not saying he'll be any good, but I think he'll improve he's a lot. flopping again, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I don't think he'll be great, but I think he'll imp- okay, most improve. So going from a going from an E grade to a C grade is uh, like <laughs> not too bad, you know what I'm saying? You know about that, Lewis. I, I don't know much about that. I was an A student in school, mate. You don't worry about me. Uh Sean? I will I, I will go um Sabios and Emil Smith Rowe. Those because because Emil Smith Rowe is is for me um, is a very interesting player just because he has in terms of the profile we're looking for a very big physical capacity um, linked with decent ball carrying as well. So it'd be interesting to see how Arteta uses him. So that's one I'll be watching um, with with keen interest. But yeah, I I can see him being liked by Arteta. Mm, cool. Uh... Just trying to get questions that are not of the same. Uh, Sending shots saying we signed all dead players. Say that again? We're going to keep saying we signed all dead players in the last window. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, here's one. Um, Count Dracula, if you were Freddie Jumberg, would you allow yourself to be demoted to assistant? To a less experienced manager than yourself, or should he try his luck elsewhere? Is wait, is is Jumberg less experienced than Arteta? I well, guess you could say by like two yeah. games. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like man's got to eat because I'm I'm getting that bag because that, that contract's going to be nice, so I'm just going to stick around. Reals, no? <laughs> reals. Arteta's the one taking home the five year a year, boy. I'm sorry for the unit, but it, 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 do you know what? I don't think he'll let it let it let it on, but deep down, I think he'll be burning in it. But um, but yeah, that's that's life. B. He he either stays, um, and develops, or he, if he really fancies himself, then he might go off himself and um, take on another gig. But is anyone is anyone asking for Freddie? I don't really know because if you Google it, there, there's obvi- obviously Google's of um, uh, Arteta rejecting Newcastle and Leon jobs in it. So I don't know if. Freddie's rejected any roles or if he's been offered any roles to start with anyway so so yeah okay um okay Predi- uh, oh so we've done this predictions on players you think you won't rate or try to push out the club me personally I need Ozil and Xhaka out of here I second that G theorem we need to get Ozil out of here because he was a disgrace on Sunday an absolute disgrace and I know you guys are not going to argue with me on that um What's so Goat Zarate asked what realistic sign in should Arteta be looking at during next month's transfer window? Do you think he's going to get back to in Jan? Because I'm not too sure he nah, will. We don't seem to operate in Jan, so I feel like we'll only have a little, a, a minor few additions in January. I don't really think he's going to get back like that. Minor additions? How many are you talking? Because I don't even think we're going to get one. 
No, I feel we'll get one. We might, we'll get... we might go for a centre-back because I just think, I look at the def- defenders available and I just think you can't allow a manager to operate okay. but, under but, them conditions, but, man. But how? We have like six, seven centre-backs. So unless yeah, but it don't, it don't even matter because none of them are good, man. Just, just... No, no, but we have a 25-man squad. Yeah, like, yeah, so we'll just, yeah, but you can, yeah, but you can deregister people in Jan. Okay, well, I, I, I'd be very... I, I'm not disagreeing. Obviously, we all know we need a, another centre-back, but I just don't realistically see how it's happening unless certain people are going so yeah mm. remember in the summer there was all this talk about Upa Makanu might come in Jan yeah but I don't see it I just don't see it. it's because he's going to have 18 months left um, so we're going to go back for him but I don't see them a, a team that's near the top of the league is not going to let go of a key player mid-season it just doesn't make sense mm. Yeah, Unless it's got a release clause and Upa Makanu's release clause drops from 100 million euros to 80 million euros we're not paying that for him so it's not coming. But realistic additions, if this is true that Greenish has got 45 release calls, you should pay it right now. Literally, Greenish, right? Yeah. Drop yes! Drop that back. money, bro. Drop Jack the money, the like. But where would he play? Bro, send the mid. Take loan. Like, sell your house. <laughs> uh, refinance <laughs> so what, on... What, Gre- Greenish to replace Ozil, yeah? Uh, yes! Shout out. I don't want to hear... Nah, don't let this get his, his shameless agenda in. He's a, no, 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 no. He's I'm, a scumbag. You're a scumbag. Allow it. But, Greenish, if he's got a full mil, get it before everyone else does. I'm hearing um, Wolves reject, got a 50 mil bid for Samare. Rejected. Fine, cool. Like, let's, let's, let's call a day You're on that. You're not worried that he's a bit lightweight, though. Who? Greenish? Oh, Greenish has got, got lightweight. Oh, man, he looks a bit slight to me, you know. Nice. Oh, so you, you think you've got PMP because he gets in bar fights outside of clubs in Birmingham? <laughs> nah, 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 but luckily Irish in that. But, <laughs> but nah, Grealish actually has been. The, the reason I want him is because he's got so much PMP with the quality. That's yeah, one yeah. reason I want because he's got legs with like he can run. And he's, young, he's, young, he's like a he's like a gazelle, man. So I I want him. And if we can't, if Thomas Partey's got that 50 mil release clause, drop it on him as well. The thing is, we're stupid because. We're shopping in an inferior market. The best way to do that is actually be brave and try and steal a march on your rivals. Pay for these people with release clauses in Jan. Just buy them. Just do it. Like, move your summer budget to January. Like, just don't buy anyone in, in, in the summer. Like, if you're going to just buy a greenish 45 mil, drop it. 50. Um, Thomas Party, drop it. Just yeah. do it. And, and then that gives them like a free six months to settle in. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Um... Uh, any other signings that you guys think could be done? Fucking Mikel Silvestri and Jan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Um, all right, cool. What, one last question before we wrap things up. Uh, Manny underscore OA asks, uh, where does Leno rank amongst the best keepers in the league? So I think I'll go on this. Yeah. There, I'll go on this you, because you go on this because you're the keeper. Or all, right, all right, I'm the keeper. That, that wasn't what I was going to say. Go on it, but because I had, I, I was kind of like. I think I was kind of anti-Leno when he first joined because I was shook by the amount of mistakes that he kept making in Germany. A, a, lot, a lot of people were anti-Leno when he first joined. Yeah, I, they said, I wasn't the, they maybe, said the money was too much. I, I never thought the, the money was too much. I, I thought it was stupid that we sold Chesney to buy Leno, who I believed was an inferior goalkeeper. And I didn't really see the point in it. But um, I've, I'm, I've, I'm definitely done a 180 on him because I, I he's gone so far up in my estimations that I would actually put him in the top five in the league now that I'm thinking about it. So you've got Alisson, you've got Edison, you've got um, De Gea, um, who I think Leno is probably giving De Gea a run for his money at the moment because 
Yeah, yeah, fine. De Gea's got the history on his side in terms of being a quality Premier League goalkeeper, but what's De Gea saying these days? Not even these days, last 18 months, last 24 months. What's De Gea been saying? I'm not too sure. Like, I think Leno's banging out with De Gea. If, if, if anything, outperforming De Gea. Um, who else is better than him in the league? Um, that, uh, that's, that's it for me. That's it, really, I'm isn't not it? Having any. That's the, those are, in my opinion, like his form in the last 18 months since he's been at Arsenal, um, the way he's been overworked for starters... And um, that those those would be the only three I, w- I would arguably take above Leno. The others, no, no one else really. Because, yeah. yeah, that's it. And we we could lose him as well. Yeah, I, I, Leroy said I'm buying in it. Where I'm shook, bro. Well, we've got him on a good contract, so you say, all right, Bayern, like because you know, like Oli Hones was talking, like big man, like yeah, I got the bag. We're gonna throw the bag. Cool, sixty million, Leno. <laughs> <laughs> No, hundred percent, man. Look, wait, wait, look how much them man are going for. Allison yeah. went for what sixty mil. Edison went for no. Allison went for like eighty mil, didn't he? No, and, sixty-seven and, mil. Sixty-seven and, mil. And also, no, fifty-six how, mil. Fifty-six. I'm right, okay. Yeah, and also, how old is Leno? He's still young. He's like twenty-seven, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, Which is young for a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Charge, um, charge, charge sixty the bag, mil. Like, yeah, charge the bag, for Leno, bro. Big man, charge. sixty mil. Take yeah. it or leave. Yeah, yeah. In my eyes, I think I think we've got like a top. On form, anyway, top three goalkeeper in the league. He's better than that bum Hugo Lloris. Um, he's better fucking Kepa. He's, he's way better than Kepa. I can't believe Trash. people they had the, the audacity to say Kepa was better. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was Meads uh, mm-hmm. of the Chelsea Hour podcast. Boy, but, boy, boy. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 think, I think he's comfortably in the top four. And just maybe between him and De Gea at the moment to take that number three spot. So, yeah, man, he's, pro- he's probably our only player who like world class player who fucking bangs out on a week to week level on a week to week basis sorry which is well he, he, he's at the moment he's going to win our player of the season but that's by that's a really, fucking that, country mile but, man but, that, but, but, but the bad thing about that when your goalkeeper wins player of the season oh where's Sean gone so it, it, oh. it doesn't reflect well obviously he's been fantastic but in yeah. fact he's player of the season if everyone was on job he won't win player of the season so yeah He's made like more saves than anyone else in the in the Premier League. Because 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 that war criminal Emery was allowing man like Cardiff and Huddersfield to take twenty five shots on our goal, bro. Uh, bruv, do you know how much I hate you, not Emery? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know Emery is in the biggest stain in my football in life. Do, <laughs> do you know what's mad, yeah? Like you see, you, you're gonna see how shit Emery was now because he's gonna go like somewhere like China or something, bro. He's gonna get like a contract for Jinping Warriors or something like that. And... <laughs> I, I, I think I think he'll go some. If, if it wasn't for Carlo, I thought he was gonna go somewhere like Everton. I, or, I, I actually thought Everton. Or, would have been a why big would team. any Premier League team take a chance? And they've seen how shit he is. Nah, I don't know. Nah, but it's, it, his style is suited more to an underdog team, like at a team where he can get away with what he likes to do. Mm. It might it will work a lot better. It's just our Arsenal. It wouldn't run, bro. And obviously, as we saw. The fans and the players just ran him out because they didn't like it. So, so yeah. Mm. Oh, Ornstein just tweeted. He said, uh, "Guardiola yeah. upset to lose Arteta. Man City fought to keep him. Insisting Arsenal and others would come again, despite Xabi Alonso whispers among squads. Rodolfo promoted and no new assistant plan before the summer, when major changes could be key to Pep future. So." Oh, that's but that's regarding City. It says nothing. It says it says yeah. It says nothing about Arsenal. So, right. um, and it's interesting to be honest that that none of Bornstein or Romano have literally tweeted anything about 
who might join the backroom stuff. Mm. So, like I said, I, I, I think nobody I think knows probably... shit. I've got a funny feeling that he's going to come in with basically no staff and then he's going to piece it together over the next few weeks and months. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, because no, no, what's the role? Like, because we're sinking shit. Yeah, we, we we probably ain't paying the mandem either. Like, we yeah. offering offering some part time contracts and that. Yeah, it's like you know what? Like, <laughs> some zero hour contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so obviously, in terms of benefits, we'll give you three meals at the canteen, free parking spot, free parking, free gym membership, and we'll give you a discounted rail pass for the underground. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not looking very uh, advertising, is it? Nah. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Uh, actually, before we go, I just wanted to give a big thanks to those of you who came to the live show. Um, Sean, you weren't there. Yeah, I, I, I was. My head was spinning. I didn't yeah. wake up to that. Five the next day, bro. So, yeah. so where's your priorities at, mate? Uh, what, was Leroy there? Yeah, Leroy was there actually. I came after. I he came was even on stage. Oh, Max, sorry, Mark, I, just... I came after work. <laughs> I was you know, All right, cool. Let me come. Let me come. Yeah, it was. It was good though. It was. Um, it was. It was uh, a good show. I think the audio and the visuals are going to be out around Saturday. So, um, yeah. uh be uh tune into that um we'll be back next week wednesday next week thursday sorry because we've had to change a few things around make sure to use the hashtag top time tracker and yeah we'll be back next week for the holidays fill your home and your season for less at homedepot.com with up to 40% off a wide assortment of select bedding and bath linens update your bed or bath online right from the comfort of your own cozy couch even get free delivery and flexible returns how's that for holiday cheer up to 40% off holiday home decor improved from homedepot.com how doers get more done online only free delivery on select items $45 or more visit homedepot.com for more information Podcast Network.